How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. This is the second to last Football Sunday of the season. All Pro Bowl today, eh? No. Yes? Do you want to talk Pro Bowl? I mean, how Hello? how they should ab- abolish it or, <laughs> you know, potentially change the, the uh, you know, kind of the lineup or whatever? Yes. We no, can't talk I, that. But for the most part, no. No. I, we don't need to talk God Pro Bowl no. ever. God, no. No interest. It used to be cool. It did not use no, to be It did. Cool. No, I swear. I was watching the game from, you know, and I want to say it was on NFL Network or something. And the game was like from maybe 2002, 2003. And they actually used to crack. Like those games used to be really fun. And, and mind you, they weren't going half speed. It was maybe a little bit better than half. But then if it was a close game towards the end, like almost like an NBA All-Star game, that's when things got serious and guys wanted to win. You would see some big hits or some big runs and stuff like that. So... And then, you know, and that, that was when it was after the Super Bowl, though. You know, when they moved the Pro Bowl to the week prior to the Super Bowl, any superstars you were looking to see won't be playing. That's just that's just kind of the way. And, I mean, especially I mean, the playing fact the that Super Kirk Bowl. Cousins is a quarterback in the Pro Bowl this year is probably everything you need to know about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you know, let, 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 I mean, I think Kirk Cousins is I think Kirk Cousins is better than a lot of people. Give him, give him credit sure, for Sure, is he a Pro Bowl you quarterback know? this year? No. Not this year, no. There was a, But then again, that's probably what we should talk about. There were so many amazing quarterbacks this year in the NFL. Like, guys that were just like, man, Josh Allen was amazing this year, obviously. Um, Justin Herbert was amazing this year. He's starting for the AFC. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes started Rocky, but then ended up being Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, 
was great this year. Like uh, a Kyler Murray was great for, you know, big portions of this year. Like there were guys up and down the NFL that were just, just awesome. And this, this might've been one of the easiest years to, or excuse me, one of the hardest years to pick quarterbacks uh, for the pro bowl. Yeah, probably. Sorry. I was reading the text line. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, I kind of feel like the pro bowl has, put itself into a spot where it's the worst of the hundred percent all-star games, 100%. And it's for everyone's favorite sport, which is very weird and backwards. I guess it's one of the, you, you can think of it this way and say, everyone loves the sport, So who cares how bad the pro bowl is? Like it's not losing you fans. It's just existing as an event. But on the flip side, it's like, if everyone loves football so much, can't you do this really well and get a lot of people interested in it? I think the problem is, is you're doing it right before the super bowl or you used to do it after the Super Bowl. Maybe doing it middle of the season would be nice. That'd be a good, a better change of pace because when's all the other All-Star games? Middle, middle of the season. season. NHL's just happened this last weekend. Just yesterday, I think, was the All-Star game. And the NBA's is coming up soon. And you've got the NFL, and the NFL just waits till the end of the year. Like, we're in playoff mode, man. And w- the other thing, too, about this weekend that I think a lot of people do, at least I'm, I'm guilty of this, is... This is an intentional no sports weekend for me. I've been consuming football for the last 19, 20 weeks straight every Sunday. Like that, that has been my Sunday since the start of the season. And Monday and potentially Thursday too. And some Saturdays mm-hmm. late in the season, you know. And I'm not even talking about college, but just NFL. I've been consuming NFL every week for 20 weeks. Why on earth would I commit another day when it's a Pro Bowl when I can – you know, get some brownie points. Oh, look, I'm I'm around. I can do things, and then get get yourself led leading into the Super Bowl. And on top of that, you know, uh, the 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 biggest criticism the NBA faces during All Star Weekend is the fact that the game is like, oh, man, I don't want to see two hundred versus two hundred and one. You know, nobody really wants to see all that scoring. Well, that's so, why they changed the rules, which did make it pretty good. Which did make it, you know, which did make it a whole whole lot of fun. You know, but. Uh, that was the biggest thing for the longest time was that nobody wants to watch the All-Star game because I don't want to watch guys not play defense. And now you turn around, around to the Pro Bowl and there is no defense being played, not because guys are lazy. It's because, man, they're they're thinking about their own careers. They're thinking about their own seasons, their own teams, and what happens if you break an ankle or, you know, sprain a knee or whatever the case is during the Pro Bowl and now you're sitting there looking stupid because you wanted to be a star of the NFC. So... I mean, you know, it's it's. I think there's other ways to do it. Just turn it into just a completely a, a skills competition. You know, make you know have some guys do some some forties or have some guys do some hundred yard dashes or whatever the case is. Like, I think that would be way more fun. You know, to watch all these quarterbacks go through that old school. Well, um, they they do have they the skills do. competition. They do. They do have that. But I think that should be. It's on ESPN right now. Yeah, that should be the focus, though. You know, that just this focus around. You know, those guys and the skills and running fast and everything like that, put more eyes on that part as opposed to that game is not going to be any good. Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl, by the way. And he's now doing the skills competition and missing the target every time. (laughs) I mean, and it's the one game the guys opt out of. Hey, he made it. You know, Mac Jones is there because somebody else opted out and said, yeah, I'm good. I know. You know, and that's the thing. But do you really want to watch Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl unless you're a Patriots fan? does that happen in baseball? Do guys just say, you know, I don't want to play in the All-Star game? Very rarely. And hockey, which is arguably the best All-Star, it is the best All-Star game for sure. I mean, I think baseball is, but hockey's good as well. I I think hockey. I think it goes hockey, basketball, baseball. And I don't really watch much of the baseball 
But again, we talk about skills competition. Home, the home run, run derby. derby is the one part of the of the baseball All Star weekday. I don't know, couple weekdays, which is silly to me. All Star game on a Tuesday, like yeah, it's a couple days. Yeah, that's silly. All Star the All Star games on a Tuesday. Why? Because that's when baseball's played normally on every night. But why can't it be on? Th- isn't it played on Saturdays too? Yeah. Or Fridays? Yeah. Or Sundays? <laughs> I don't understand why I, it has to I be on a. I don't know, Rashad. I, I don't mind it. I'm just, are you, I mean, you're because you're a baseball guy. You probably never think, but I mean. I never thought about it. For, I was like, yeah, the All Star game. Okay. For me, somebody who's getting off of work or something like that, or for a lot of us, you know, we're, and we're, we're in the car, man, we forget and turn on TV. It's like, oh, hell, the baseball, the All Star game's on? Okay, I guess I'll watch the first couple innings, but I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a it's a good game. The home run derby is really what we look forward to. So, let's just turn the whole Pro Bowl weekend into the home run derby. Well, to be fair, I think with almost every All Star game, we care more about that extra event than we do the game. Home run derby for, for baseball, sure. three dunk point contest, contest or yeah, dunk contest absolutely. for the NBA, depending on what your fancy is. But you're not gonna you're not gonna choose the game over that. Either of those two, I would imagine. And then hockey, I would say I, I, I don't watch the hockey All-Star weekend enough uh, to really know. I watched a little bit of the skills competition on Friday, actually. It was pretty cool. They uh, they had the players doing, like, shootouts, but they each had two chances. And the second one, they all did bits from movies, and it was really, really funny. Uh, one of the guys who's a rookie for Anaheim did the dodgeball thing where he covered his face with uh, – where Vince Vaughn at the end doesn't look and grabs the ball and wins. Patches a hula hands, yeah, little scarf, yeah. Yeah, so he does that, and he actually covered his face and scored by doing a, like, pirouette without being able to see, which is pretty awesome. That's he true. didn't even win. But, like, they were doing really cool things like that, which was fun. It was like a funny little add-on to it. And, but the thing with the NFL skills competition, like I, again, I just have it on TV right now, it's they're just throwing to targets and moving targets. Like, is that... It's cool, I guess. Like, there's there's certainly skill involved, but is that as interesting? I no. Don't know. Like, I'd like to see some receiver versus corner uh, competitions. You know, if, uh, they they get uh, you know best of seven type thing. Who gets more catches? And Jalen Jalen Ramsey versus Justin Jefferson. Let's go seven uh, seven times best of seven type thing. Like that would be cool to cool to see. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think there's ways to do certain things to 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 gauge interest. Like this is. You've got two weeks before the biggest game of the year for any sport, you know, and so why not use that first week to really garner some interest as far as and even that you can even get the guys that are going to play in the Super Bowl involved because they're not really having to do like much contact for certain stuff. But, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird, weird all star game that nobody it really nobody pay, pays attention to because no one cares. Well, there's our Pro Bowl talk for the day. There it is. If you wanted more, uh, I'm sorry. It sucks to suck. But uh, we do have plenty of stuff to get to on the show today. Possibly one of the biggest off-the-field stories in the NFL in a very long time has uh, begun this week with the Brian Flores lawsuit against the league and against multiple teams. I'd like to discuss that on the show today at some point. Also, we will take a break from football to talk about the Blazers, who did make a trade. Yes, definitely at this point, who made a trade. It's a tank trade in every sense of the word. And there's four days left for them to do more, and we'll see what happens. But I want to discuss that as well as Norm and Robert Cummington are gone. Norm, who who you just signed this year to a five-year, $90 million contract, he gone. And uh, so so many other things to get to. Oh, and Jim Harbaugh was going to be an NFL head coach, and now he's not again. So we'll get to all of that on the show today. You can text us at 503-250-1080. 
And uh, you can find us on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Rashad is at TaylorMade503. And Joe, who is out with COVID, sadly, uh, is at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. Good feel, well, Joe. Feel better, Joe. Uh, the birthday got him too hard. Kicking it too hard <laughs> The birthday, birthday got him too man. hard. Kicking it too hard. That was, by the way, yet another exposure for me because I was here with him on Wednesday for the baseball show, and uh, he texted me on Thursday that he tested positive. You are like Neo from The Matrix, man. You and I tested negative. You just continue to dodge. <laughs> like every time you're in close contact with somebody that has it, you just continue to matrix you're the one bro i don't know I mean, how, if I, I don't know look, how if i'm happening. not getting it from my girlfriend and her kids when i was there for two straight days when they all had it joe sitting with his mask on in the room with me for 10 minutes is not going to get it to me apparently apparently <laughs> man you're, I, need, I need to be i need to have your immune system because i guess like i said it just crept up on me one day i was cool really the whole time i wasn't like super sick it was just more annoyed than anything else like i said so man kudos to you for being able to to stick it out and, and, and avoid the vid. It's, uh, I, I, I guess I'm very lucky. Uh, that, that is what I can say. I don't know if it's my, my immune system or if it's just dumb luck, but I will, ex- I will accept it. Thank you. Take it. Thank Absolutely. you. Where would you like to begin? Do you want to begin with the Brian Flores stuff? Do you want to get to I the mean, Blazers it's, trade it's, first? It's the, it's the biggest story in it sports is. at this point. So it I is. we should probably start there. I know people, people are probably, because what this story broke what Wednesday yeah Tuesday? Tuesday Wednesday so I know there's probably some overkill for a lot of people at this point because it's ah, dominated it's literally it's not just dominated sports like it's dominated yeah you know headlines for you know outside of sports, but there so. there are things to talk about so of we'll course. get to that beginning next this is football Sunday on 1080 the van why why if you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 
Welcome back into Football Sunday. Mike and Rashad with you today. Pro Bowl weekend, so uh, plenty of non-game stuff to get to. We'll wait for all the Super Bowl chatter until next week, although we have a couple of things on last weekend's games, which were great again, by the way. Uh, I told you they would be great. They're so good. You were right. I, I, I was nervous. I was, I was just, nervous I was that just... they were going to turn out to be blowouts because the last week was so good, but uh, but no. Something about these games are just like, man, this, this is – I can go ahead and say it. That was the best foot playoffs for the NFL that I may have ever seen. It's difficult because the first weekend was really bad. The wild card weekend had like one good game and the and the other five were really, really big blowouts for the most part. But the divisional round was insane and the championship round was insane. So you had six straight games that were incredible. You had five straight games end on game ending kicks or touchdowns and you had a couple of them go to overtime. It was amazing. So it was great. We'll get to a little bit of that as well on the show, but the big story of the week of what the, what will be some of the off season I imagine is the lawsuit that has been filed against the NFL by now former dolphins head coach, Brian Flores. It is a civil action lawsuit. So it can be joined by others who wish to add their details to the lawsuit. But Brian Flores is suing the NFL, the Giants, the Broncos, and the Dolphins for racism in their hiring practices, as well as a couple of other things, I believe, racism in their organization in general. And this news hit, and my very first thought was, holy cow, he's willing to give up coaching in the NFL ever again for this cause, which is amazing. Like, it was a very, very... I mean, brave is the first word that comes to mind thing to do. I don't want it to sound patronizing, but it was a very brave thing to do to come out and do this, especially after you were just fired and many people consider you one of the best head coaches on the market. You could have stayed quiet. He was going to get a job. Got He would definitely would have gotten a job. Make that money. Stay in the coaching. Good graces. Instead, he decided to stand up for something and put his name behind the lawsuit and start trying to make more change in a league that has struggled for years in making change for minority hires in coaching positions and the front office. Um, Some of the details of the lawsuit, the racism stuff is a little bit more like he said, she said, I don't think a lot of what he said can be proven in a lawsuit. Do I believe him? Absolutely. We know the NFL. We know how NFL owners are. We know how NFL teams are. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily lawsuit worthy unless you get a lot of other people jumping in with their own experiences and have more proof. One of them was the Bill Belichick text conversation, which was the thing that the genius, what a genius thing to do. Well, I mean, he messed up is what he did, or he did it intentionally, which some people have their tinfoil hats on about, but Bill Belichick texted Brian Flores, his former assistant and said, congrats on the job. Or, or congrats for landing on your feet. And Flores goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, the Giants? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. More emotion than we've ever seen from Bill Belichick in person shown in those texts. And he said that I heard from Buffalo and New York that you have the job. Then Flores goes, well, I haven't had my second interview yet, but I think I, I've got a pretty good chance. And then Bill, Bill goes, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, Flores goes, do you mean to be texting me, coach? And he goes, 
I think I effed this up. I meant to text Brian Dable. They're both Brian's. Brian Flores, Brian Dable. They're probably right above each other in his phone. He probably clicked on the wrong name or read the wrong read it the wrong way, and told Brian Flores that he was not getting the job even before he got a second interview. Uh, he had a Zoom interview prior to the text messages, and then had scheduled a second interview. And then that's when he found out that they were going to hire Brian Dable before even he got into a second interview. The Broncos allegations were that when they were hiring Vic Fangio that year, 2019, I think it was, they showed up late to his interview and looked very disheveled as if they had been drinking the night before. Um, so for both the Giants and the Broncos, although they're probably true, I don't think you can sue anybody over that. Like, you can't prove that they were just drunk because they didn't respect the interview. Maybe they were just drunk because they're drunks, right, for the for the Broncos. Um, they came out and denied it, of course. They said that they had flew in late. The Giants made up their mind without a second interview to Brian Flores is disrespectful, maybe, or not exactly following the process. I just don't know if that's lawsuit worthy. But then you get into the Dolphin stuff, and that's where it kind of opens up a whole other can of worms where he was offered money to lose games and was told to tamper like he wanted to go the owner wanted him to go meet with uh, Tom Brady when they were not allowed to you know they showed up on a yacht and then oh Tom Brady's just gonna show up and and Flores left so that's a different level than some of the other accusations coming in so it's kind of an interesting story because it's awesome that he's doing this because I believe most of the things that he's saying or all of the things that he's saying really I just don't know if he's gonna win and I think that's the interesting part is he's doing this more as a message than a way to win um, in a lawsuit. Yeah, it's 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 hard to prove racism when you don't have any video, when you don't have any recording, when you don't have any emails. And I'm trying to figure out there is I don't know why people in the NFL are still emailing each other <laughs> and haven't figured out FaceTime or whatever. It is. If you're going to be talking crap about people, if you're going to be saying racist, misogynistic, you know, wh whatever, you know, use FaceTime, you know, to talk to each other on Instagram, you know, make sure that there's no thread of being able to have these things come back on you. I, I figure for a, a group of billionaires, one of their billionaire kids or nieces or nephews, cousins would have told them how to do these things and maybe everything would stop leaking the way it does. Why does stuff leak so easy in the NFL all the time? You know what I mean? From emails to everything. Now, mind you, this doesn't have much to do with that, but, like, for whatever reason, more in the NFL than any other sport, do people just get a hold of emails and, and get a hold of text messages? Like, this doesn't happen all the time in every sport. As far as, the, as far as the allegations, like you said, we know there's racism in the NFL. We're talking about the same NFL that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job anymore yeah. because he decided to protest police brutality by taking a knee during the national anthem, which uh, a, a, a veteran told him that's a that that would be a more appropriate response or a more appropriate action for you to do as opposed to just sitting during the anthem. And you don't want to seem disrespectful. A lot of the Kaepernick stuff is in this lawsuit yeah. as an added on of course. piece of proof of the the ongoing problem. If Colin Hap Kaepernick doesn't say that, he's probably still an NFL backup somewhere. At, at bare bare minimum, he's a third string quarterback. Mm -hmm for somebody's team at this point. You just mentioned Brian Flores was probably, as far as available head coaches, was probably the best on the market that was available at this point. You know, who was going to – somebody was going to take – Maybe Doug Peterson. Doug, I was going to say I was gonna say somebody was going to take Doug Peterson. Like, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you know, potentially. Super Bowl he, won a, he won a Super Bowl, but, I mean, 
uh, is anybody going to say Doug Peterson's a better coach than Brian Flores? I think they're on a similar level, but they're on a similar um, level, but you know, you know, he was one or two on the market. Sure. Yeah, so he was right there. He was going to get uh, a job. He still he is was, technically the finalist for the Texans' job, although we all know that Josh McCown's getting that. So. And there are a lot of people that are saying he's trying to really martyr himself for standing up for what, for what he feels is right. And the truth is, like, the fact that the NFL has to put a rule in place to say that you have to interview at least one black person shows you where the racism lies in the NFL. I think, do you, like, do you it, feel this way, Rashad? Because I feel like the Rooney rule, although made with the right intentions almost makes it that much more obvious what's happening absolutely you just you just uh, they just mentioned like uh brian dable's got the job you know when he hadn't had the, the second interview like you you know going into stuff like who you and and that's okay sometimes you know who you want to hire you know when this guy comes available that's who we want we'll go through the process and everything and interview other people because we might be surprised but we have our eyes on you that's who we want to come in and do this job. Like that happens all the time. So that's in, in, the, in the real world. In the real yeah. world, everywhere. You know, it happens. Some people are called. I've been personally called to say, "You, I, we want you to do this job. You'll have to apply for it, and you'll have to go through the process like everybody else and everything. But we want you to do that job. I think that's okay. I don't think that's a, a problem if you have somebody you, you pre or like in, in your mind already of, of who you want to run your franchise or who you want to be the manager of your restaurant or whatever the case is, man, that's, that's all good. But the fact that, man, you had to interview me, like, that's the part that's like, man, the, 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 the rule says that, man, I've got to interview at least a black person. That's a, that, that doesn't sound weird. It's like, okay, it's one of those, uh, um, affirmative action type. That's essentially what it is. It's an affirmative action type of situation. It's like, it's, it's, it's not cool in the first place that that has to be there because there are plenty of talented, talented black coaches Black assistants. You, you mean to tell me Byron Leftwich is going to have to struggle to interview for for jobs? Like, I mean, you have to put his name on the list. Although, although, although he's arguably the best offensive coordinator, you know, in the NFL at this point. Apparently, you know? what happened with that is that the Jacksonville wanted him, but the, from what I read, he didn't want to work with their GM. No, and the GM, it was like, if you want me, you got to change GMs. And they said no, and then that's when they hired Peterson. So no, of course, and, and no, and that's fine. You know, again, there's stuff that's going to happen. It's just good that he'll be. Yeah. A, he was a favorite for a job. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just the fact that, man, we've got to look through, look down this list, and say, man, we've got to add at least one black guy to the, to the list of of people to be. You know, that's that's where the racism lies in the first place, and that's why people are always going to be able to go back to this Rooney Rule. I explained it to my girl, and I was like, explain what the Rooney Rule was, and she was like, so is that. That sounds kind of racist. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, it it kind of is. I but think again, I think the intentions were good, but the way it functions is yeah, it's is it's, worse. It's, it sounds it sounds it's affirmative action. It's like it, and it sounds if you if you see stupid. a team interviewing for their head coaching job and they interviewed one person of color, you know why they interviewed the person of color and that person of color, which I'll be honest, as a black man, I hate the term person of color, but whatever. Uh, but it, I you looking around and you're going, oh, I'm not getting this job. I, I I know, you know, kind of what it is. Now, if you see a couple brothers or a couple people that are on the list, I was like, okay, well, potentially. But if you know that you're the only one there and it's only to, to make sure you can check a box on a on a sheet to say that you did, um, I'm good. And this has been happening all over the league. Not to say there hasn't been opportunities for, for black 
people in the front office or black uh, assistants and everything to get jobs. And shout out to all the teams that have, you know, taken opportunities to to give those, you know, those qualified assistants and assistant GMs and all those things, man, opportunities to 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 show their worth and everything. But that just we just know this it's that doesn't happen like that. A lot of these owners are still very much good old boys and don't believe and general managers and don't believe that we are capable enough to be in positions of power like quarterback. That's why when you hear the black quarterback coming up, we, there's all these questions about, is he smart enough? Does he have the intangibles? Can he make the, the open throw? Like all those, can he throw his receiver open? All those things are underlying words to say, is he smart enough to play this position? So if we're saying that about the black players, what are we saying about black leaders of men? What are we saying about black decision makers in the front office? And, and that's, that's, that's the issue there. I've I've seen across the week a lot of people will come out and say, I don't really understand the problem because they view all the coaches that get hired as qualified to be hired, which they are. Of course. Right? I mean, and and that's that's a fair point. It's not like you should force minority hires just because you want a more diverse league. You still got to pick the best candidate for your job, right? But I think we're people kind of have a little bit of confusion or at least they it's not connecting the dots is that in a league that is 70% black, you would think that the coaches would more fit the, the outlook of the league, right? More be able to relate to all of your players, all that, you know, those things that are important to building a team right now, there's one black coach in the NFL and Mike Tomlin, Tomlin. uh, I think that's it after this latest cycle of, uh, of firings and, and coach changes. Yeah, no, Tom. And then Robert Sala is, um, uh, I, I think he's Middle Eastern. I think he's, he's, he's Arab. I don't, I don't know what country he's from. I don't want to mistake it. But, you know, so he's a minority head coach as well. But so there's two minority head coaches right now. Uh, Maybe three Ron, if I'm forgetting Ron, one. Uh, uh, Ron Rivera? Yeah, okay, Ron Rivera. So three. I was forgetting one. Um, that's it. You know, and so you're you're talking about ten percent of the head coaches in the league are representative of seventy percent of the league in terms of its players. So the balance just isn't there. So that's just that's not to say that coaches being hired or not shouldn't be hired. I think it's to say that in the hiring process in general, and this is something that we've known for a long time, is rich old white owner wants to hire white coach, generally speaking and is not as open to the idea of hiring a minority coach for their own selfish, racist, bias, whatever it is. Doesn't Not everyone's racist, but their own biases. And it just isn't representative of what the league is. No. And I think that's the biggest problem. And, and here's a guy in Brian Flores who's um, willing to do risk, really risk it all. You know, he's, he's risking his professional career. He'll probably get his. He's going to coach in college if he wants to, or somebody. He's going to give a bunch of have a bunch of colleges that are going to throw themselves, you know, at the opportunity to have him. But uh, as far as the end, which is sad, you know, you stand up for something that you know is right, and your reward for it is to be you're going to be ousted by the league. That's just that's just what it is. We know this is this is just what happened. Look up Craig Hodges and him writing, uh, trying to give the letter to President Bush, and what happened to him. After that, after the Bulls won a championship, he was out of the NBA. Look at Colin Kaepernick and what happened with him. Look at look at uh, uh, Abdul Wahad, you know, and the things that happened to him and, and being in the NBA. Like that's whenever you speak up to things that 
aren't cool, you know, things that we know are not right, then this is this is your reward. You know, you'll remember remember it as a great leader and and almost a martyr in most people's eyes, but your career, your professional career is probably over. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next, I do want to discuss some of the other allegations that came out from Brian Flores that included the being paid to tank stuff, which isn't just like morally wrong, is illegal, like illegal, illegal, not just in the league, but it's like illegal for federally or state. I don't, I don't know. It's illegal. Um, we'll get to that next. Also, Hugh Jackson threw his hat into the ring with a story about that as well, although now he's come out and since changed his mind. But uh, we'll get to that next. First, I have a Sports Center update. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 939 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you until 11 o'clock. Do want to get to the Blazers trade here coming up next hour. But we're in the midst of discussing the Brian Flores lawsuit. So some of the other stuff that was in there was pretty juicy in terms of details. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, according to Flores, offered him 100K for every loss a couple of years ago when they were trying to tank for quarterbacks in the draft he also apparently according to Flores allegedly I should say 
inv- uh, wanted him to go recruit Tom Brady when he became a free agent before he went to Tampa, but he wanted him to do it during the tampering period where you're not allowed to talk to people. And he also invited him out on his yacht and then said, oh, well, Tom Brady might just show up, incidentally. And uh, Flores, I guess, left and said, I'm not being a part of this. And ever since all of those things, their relationship deteriorated, which is why he was fired. It doesn't really make sense that he was fired in the first place, right? Like when we saw that news, we were kind of like, what? He just took a team that lost seven in a row and then got them back into the playoff hunt at the end of the year by winning seven in a row and has been pretty good in Miami for a team that is fine, but not very good and has a quarterback in Tua that has been very inconsistent since being drafted. He's been a good head coach, so it didn't make a lot of sense. Then the rumors came out that there was just, you know, differences between Flores and the way that the the Dolphins wanted to run the team. And then if Flores' allegations are true, well, there, there they are right there. They wanted him to lose. They wanted him to tank, and he said no, and they just kept winning games. And, I mean, that is literally illegal to do that, to offer money to lose. And especially as we're talking about, you know, betting and things like that in, in the NFL. Well, 100%. in sports in general, sports, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's the integrity of the game stuff, too. Like, you can't bet on your own team's games, Pete Rose, right? Like, you, you do that and bad things happen. So that's a whole other level of kind of insanity. But then again, I don't have any trust that anything's going to happen about this because, one, what's the proof outside again if he said she said? And, two, unless Stephen Ross is hated by the owners, they're going to protect him, right? I, I don't know how big of a – how big of a say he has in that owner meeting and you know what he does i think by the way he does invest in sports gambling which is another added layer of this but um it's all of these things continue to bring to light the fact that it doesn't matter what problems there are if the owners don't care nothing's going to change so if steven ross is doing this okay hugh jackson said the browns did the same thing to him how many teams are doing this? So are they just going to be like, yeah, okay, we don't believe Brian Flores, but behind closed doors are going to be like, yeah, you almost got caught on that one, huh, Steven? Ha, 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 ha. You know, it, it's the, the good old boys network is alive and well among the owners of, the, of all sports, really, but especially in the NFL in this instance. And it often doesn't lead to any change because, well, who has the money and who owns the teams? And who does Roger Goodell report to? The owners. The reason Roger Goodell is the highest paid player in the league, you know, so <laughs> more than anybody else, people want to bitch about certain guys getting a certain amount on their paychecks per year, you know, whatever. Roger Goodell is making more than the highest paid player in the NFL. So let's just put that out there for everybody. Why but is he paid so well? Because he protects the owner. That's what he's doing. And how many owners in the NFL have ever been fired or ever been let go of? Oh God! I don't, I don't think I don't. Uh, to my knowledge, has there been a Donald Sterling? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. To my knowledge, I don't think that's happened. Well, you can't fire an owner. No, you can't fire an owner. But I you mean, as a group, yeah, as a, as a group of group of owners, right? You can force them out or force them to sell or, you know, whatever the case is. But that's not gonna that's not gonna happen here, and I think we know it. Even if we find out that all this is true, what's more likely that Brian Flores is lying purposely just to? And I, I ask people, what's the point? Because outside of him making his rounds on Good Morning America and all the other 
media outlets, which will soon die down, you know, after this, like he just threw his whole NFL career away for what? For not for nothing, essentially. If that's what people really think, like mm-hmm. he's just doing this for clout. What clout is there to come from being sent home and never working for the NFL again? Like that's right. not a that's not a clout type thing. And so does it would it shock me to know that the 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 Dolphins kind of took on this Philadelphia or Philadelphia 76ers, the process mode, just trust the process and just tanker as long as we can to get as many young assets as we can in the draft? Not at all. And, again, he, he had two back-to-back winning seasons. I think that's the first time it's happened since I was like a sophomore in college, which was like 2003. So for him to come out with that roster, which you mentioned, is, eh, you know, it's a team. You know, it's a yeah, football team. They're not terrible. Yeah, it's a football team, you know, but – for them to have back-to-back seasons, one of ten and six, another one of nine and seven, with an extended, you know, with an extended game, like, dude, dude can coach, and the ownership didn't like that because what was the thing? Uh, and they've been doing this for for years, probably. What tank for Tua? Remember that? Yeah, that was yeah. what three years ago, something like that, two three years ago. So right around, and you keep tanking for s- s- certain guys. Eventually, eventually, at least that's the hope. Your franchise will turn around, and you'll be able to move forward with all this young talent that you've acquired. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. That young talent hasn't really equated much, uh, equated to much in Miami. And Tua, I hope the tanking was worth it because you got a guy who I don't want to say he could be good because he's still young and he's got potential to grow and everything. But I think we all can kind of settle up on Tua's not going to be very good in the NFL. I mean, I mean, and that's, you know, there are some guys that are great college quarterbacks. Ken Dorsey and uh, Joey Harrington. You know, there's some guys that are that are phenomenal college quarterbacks. But Marcus in the NFL, Mariota, Marcus Mariota. But then they get to the the NFL level, and they're they're just everybody around them is talented. You know, every every linebacker, every DB, every you know every defensive lineman, all those guys run a four five forty four six forty. So you're not running past people like you were in college. So tanking for Tua didn't really work as well. And then you want to keep tanking to make sure you can get yourself back into a position you can compete with compete with the Patriots and the Bills, which is not going to happen at this point. There's a lot of things going wrong in Miami. So the last thing you want to do is offer your head coach a hundred thousand dollars for every is it hundred grand for every That's game. That's what they he lose? said, yeah. Yeah, a hundred grand for every game they lose. If you're Brian Flores, I might be on top of my salary. You give me that, me, because I have no morals. So me, I'm probably going to take that hundred thousand dollars. I'm not really, but. Still, that's a lot of money. If you you're know. making NFL coach money, you're probably not. You're probably not, but I'm mean, tempted to take that. You're talking about 1.7 million, brody. You know what I mean? Like that's an extra one. That's that's incentives for people. Like Odell Beckham just got an extra million dollars on his on his contract, and I'm sure he's jumping for joy for that extra million. So, 1.7. I think there's a lot of coaches that probably aren't turning that down, especially if your team is already projected to be bad. <laughs> well. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I mean, Hugh Jackson came out and said the Browns offered him less than that, but still offered him money. And then what did Hugh Jackson go with the Browns? Like two and 36. So if he took that money, dude got paid. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he took that money, he's also at fault. Yeah. He's, he's also at fault. And Hugh Jackson, I think, he took I think, that. I think that's I think why, <laughs> I think that's why he's come out and denied it now because he probably realized, wait a minute, ah, I cashed those checks. I'm not allowed to take that. Am yeah, I? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not. So I think, I think Hugh did that. Hugh wasn't a great coach. So, <laughs> no. so I think Hugh Jackson took that. So do you, the NFL came out first and said that 
all of this was unfounded and defamatory. Then they came out and said, clearly there's a problem, and they sent a letter to all the owners. Da, 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 da. I don't have any trust anything's going to change, like, based off of this. And that's, I think, the the saddest part for me is that somebody who is a very good head coach is potentially, we don't know for sure, potentially blackballing his own career for something that will change nothing. And that's upsetting because clearly he has a point. Clearly there's a problem. He doesn't need to press a lawsuit to even show most people that there is a problem. But yet here we are. What changes? I don't know. Maybe they tweak the Rooney rule or get rid of it. And I don't, but if, the, you, o- if the owners don't change, I don't know what's going to change. How do you, how do you, weed out racist how do you read out people that are intentionally excluding a certain race or races of people from qual for interviewing for positions they're qualified you can't like i mean and again unless there's a donald sterling situation and one of their side chicks catches them on video or on some type of recorded you know device saying v's to be honest i hate n-words i hate mexicans i hate you know unless unless that happens is he's he might still be the owner of the Clippers, right? Man, there you go. He also you know, might be dead, you know, but... there you go. You know, and shout out to to uh, uh, Adam Silver for acting quickly when that happened. Like the NFL lets things linger. The NBA, for the most part, nah, they're not going to let this thing linger and be, and be dragged out any longer than it has to. Unless it has to do with their support of China. Unless it has to do with China, because they're <laughs> not going to. What you mean? Those are our homeboys. That's what. That's every, that's how the that's how the NBA stands. Every single league has their thing. No, every absolutely. single league has absolutely, their thing. absolutely, it does. You and know? Uh, with the NFL, it's a lot of it's things. Just, it's just don't get caught with that yeah. thing, and I think that's the big thing right now. In the NFL, there's a pattern of racism there, and it's and it's always happened. It's been it's been what's happening for a long time. We know it's there. We acknowledge it. Yet and still, ratings are higher than ever. So, uh, let's take a break. That's that's to wrap up. By the way, this uh, this topic. Unless you had anything else on it, I think no, I think that's good. basically everything that's yeah, happened. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you you mentioned this in the break, and I found it. Uh, Tom Brady's records against every team. He officially retired this week as I found well. The right one too. Yes. Yeah, the one where he it includes the playoff records. Yes, it's on indeed. SI. And um, we'll get to that next. Who was Tom Brady the best against? Who was Tom Brady the worst against? We'll get to that next. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, last segment here of the first hour of Football Sunday. We'll get to the Blazers trade slash whatever is coming next in the next hours. We take a break away from football here. But Tom Brady's retirement, boy, got completely covered up, didn't it? It was the, ah, is he retired or not retired story? And then he came out and retired and then Brian Flores came out and did the lawsuit, and then everyone forgot about Tom Brady for a couple of days. So uh, he is officially retired from the NFL, and he is the GOAT. It is not debatable, and it will not be debatable for a very long time, I imagine, unless Patrick Mahomes wins five more Super Bowls, um, that he is the greatest player of all time. The interesting thing for me about this is not – the drama he created by not mentioning the Patriots in his goodbye Instagram posts. Although I'm sure that probably rankled Rashad a little bit. Maybe you don't care. I don't know, but a lot not of, pa- really. a lot of Patriots fans were very upset about that. No, I get, I mean, that I he didn't mention them at all. I understand why he did. I understand why he didn't. Cause he doesn't like them, uh, man. Listen, <laughs> you let me go. And then you hear Robert Kraft come out and say, if, if, if Tom would have wanted to work something, whatever he would have wanted, we, you know, we would have done. It's like, no, nah, I mean, you probably would have, but Bill was like, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, apparently Kraft uh, was inconsolable and, like, crying when he didn't find mention of the Patriots and Brady's Instagram I mean, post. But, but let's be honest. Brady doesn't have to say anything, you know, to the, uh, to the Patriots. We know what it is, and the truth is they needed each other, you know, at that point. And it, let's, let's not act like – here's what people act like with Tom Brady. He took another team to the Super Bowl. Let's not act like that Tampa Bay roster wasn't one of the greatest rosters that we've ever seen in football history. Let's 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 not do that, okay? Don't act like Rob Gronkowski wasn't uh wasn't their tight end. Don't act like Antonio Brown, <laughs> Mike Evans and Chris Godwin weren't his star receivers. You know, don't act like he didn't have a great running back. Don't act like he didn't have amazing people on the defense. Don't act like Bruce Arians isn't a hell of a coach. And, like, his offensive coordinator isn't one of the best in the league. Everything came together to make sure Brady could could take that team or could be a part of that team won the Super Bowl. Like, it's not like he took a bunch of scrubs and said, let's go, Jets, we're going to the Super Bowl. Like, that's not what he did. He really wants to impress everybody. Go to the Jets. Make that happen. 
and then and then people would have said, okay, it's really Brady. So I'm not saying that his talent wasn't you know wasn't enough, but you're 44 years old, 43 years old at that point. You needed a lot of help to 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 make that happen. Let's just let's let's be 100 real. And then as far as offensively, probably the best roster he's played with since 07. Oh, I tell you, it arguably, is, it is the US. arguably the best. I mean, with, well, when you had Randy Moss and and uh, Wes Welker and the, like that was a. I would still was, say this was probably better. I don't with know, the man. I, 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 that that team was great, but but as far as the guys on the team, and then you got to remember that defense from the Patriots was awesome. But just talking about the guys from this Tampa Bay team, they were awesome. So it kind of irks me a little bit when people say, "Man, he could win anywhere." It's like, no, that Tampa Bay team was special. So this was circulating the internet the other day, and. It is truly mind-blowing. It is Tom Brady's combined record, playoffs, and regular season against every single team in the league. How many teams does he have a losing record against? Answer? Zero. 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 Uh, He has a 500 record against four teams. One of those is the Seahawks, two and two. Uh, The other is the Cardinals, who he played twice in his entire career, which is mind-blowing to me. Uh, One and one. The NFC West, he did not face them very often because uh, the Niners were three games, Seahawks were four games, Cardinals were two games, Rams were nine games. Um, Saints, five and five. So little Drew Brees matchups, you know, good little matchups that they had. And then arguably the team he had the most trouble with is the Broncos, who is nine and nine. And uh, was one and three in the postseason against Denver, by the way. But uh, that is a lot of the... Well, actually, not a lot. That that's just he struggled with Denver. He always did because Peyton was only there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Not all of those games happened when Peyton was there. That was like Jake Plummer years and all sorts of stuff. But people he, have an issue with going to Mile High. That's it's a that's he a struggled there. It's a tough environment to play in. You know, people don't really take the uh, the elevation uh, into account when you go to Denver. Like the minute you get there, your ears start popping. Like you know that feeling you get when you're on a plane. It's like that pressure. That's exactly what starts happening when you get to when you get to Denver. So I think he that was one of those teams he really, really struggled with for whatever reason in yep. his career. And a lot of the playoff losses were in Denver yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, but the the team that actually I mean, I would say Denver gave him the most issues, but the team I always remember giving him issues were the Miami Dolphins. He whenever the Patriots went to Miami, I felt like they lost. And the Dolphins were 12 and 24 against him or he was 24 and 12 against them. If you want to look at it that way, which is obviously very good. You're a divisional uh, opponent. So you're facing them a ton, but in division, he was 33 and three against the bills and 31 and eight against the jets and 24 and 12 against the dolphins. The dolphins, you know, the dolphins always gave him some problems. There's always that team in your division that just gives you a problem, you know, for whatever reason. And you know what, for the Rams, it's the it's the it's the 49ers and that's why I was kind of surprised that the Rams end up uh kind of pulling it out. The one thing I was really surprised, not surprised, but yeah, no, I guess surprised is the right word. Um we always thought of Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning as the premier matchup, right? Like that was that was when we were when we were younger and both of those quarterbacks were um at the top of their games. We always assumed it was Peyton versus Tom and they dueled and they Tom Brady's career record against the the Colts is sixteen and four, so that means Peyton beat yeah. him like maybe what twice, maybe, maybe three times, and then you got throwing Andrew Luck. I'm not sure how many times he played Andrew Luck in that 
uh, in that stretch, but maybe he got a win in between there. But he dominated Phillip Rivers. He was ten and two against the Chargers. You know, any of the quarterbacks who were well thought of, Ben Roethlisberger, he was twelve and three against the Steelers. Twelve and three against the Steelers. Like that's not a rivalry. Yeah. You know, that's that's at all. Like that's really taking you're ta- you're taking it two teams every time you play. Though though you know, again, you mentioned Phillip Rivers, ten and two against Phillip Rivers, you know, and the Chargers. Like that's super, super impressive. And I for me, the one thing that was really surprising is that, you know, he's got a chance to play against all thirty two teams. And yeah. including a <laughs> a winning record over the Patriots at one and oh, you know, but um he is just there is what, one, two, three, four, five teams, including the Patriots, which is one and oh that have just been dominated by Brady, and he's never lost to. He's never lost to the Vikings, which, I mean, okay, you know, I can. I don't think anybody's going to yeah, say anything. Yeah, okay. But America's team, the Cowboys, dominated him, 6-0 and yep. against Dallas his entire career. 4-0 against his current or his last, his former team, the Buccaneers, never lost to the Bucs. <laughs> That's also Ten, not saying a ton. But. It's not saying a ton, you know, but there was a time when Tom Brady was playing. The Bucs won a Super Bowl in 2004. Three or two, three. Yes, that you know, Tampa Bay was. Relevant. I mean, that was like what his third or fourth year. Yeah, somewhere around there. Doesn't so, mean they played them that year, but no, generally yeah. speaking, Tampa hasn't yeah. been great. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Tom Brady is ten and zero. Yeah, against the Falcons, including the greatest comeback victory in history, probably in NFL history, the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl comeback. Uh, let's in see. In basically a quarter, <laughs> Brady has his um the most yards per game. Uh, they come against the Falcons, three hundred thirty-four yards a game. His highest QBR of his career comes against the Falcons, uh, as uh one thirteen point nine. Only throw twenty-eight touchdowns against them, but it looks like they were really dominating on the ground. He's got seventy-two touchdowns against the Bills. Yeah, but I, trust me, I I know a lot of Bills fans. They hated Tom Brady and they hated playing the Patriots because they couldn't do it. The Bills sucked for so long. For a long time. And they couldn't do anything against them. And honestly, Brady and Belichick were me. I was, we were really lucky to play in the division that we played in forever, to be honest. I think that helped a lot. The Bills were, you know, you look around at all of, you know, all the football and all the different divisions um, and you'll see a lot of, a lot of winners like uh, the Giants have won a couple or won a couple Super Bowls, you know, in the past 15 years. Philadelphia has won a Super Bowl. Dallas used to win Super Bowls, you know, at a point. Um, and then you look at all the other divisions, like all of them have had, with the exception of the the Browns and the Bengals, you know, they've had somebody be able to compete for a little bit. Not in the AFC East. Yeah, it's been the Patriots, 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 and there was one year that. You know, the Jets and... A couple and, years of the Jets came Yeah, the up. Jets came in there and did some stuff. And then there was one year the Miami uh, came up and did something. But other than that, Jets, Jets, or uh, Pats, Pats, all the yeah. way, all the way down. So they haven't had any real opposition. And so Josh Allen's timing, absolutely perfect. Definitely. Because take over the division. 100%. Because it looks like, from the looks thing, the Jets are still going to struggle for a while. The other one, by the way, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, 5-2. and two. Like any of the the supposed quarterback matchups, the rivalries, it's not close. Outside of maybe Peyton a little bit with the Broncos, but not with the Colts, there was nobody that gave him issues in one of those elite quarterback matchups except for Drew Brees. No, 
who no. he was five and five against the Saints. And he's throwing like, you know, uh, upwards 20 touchdowns, you know, against each of these teams. So Brady was just, it was sustained excellence for 22 years. Um, what else can you say, man? Like, there you go. Let's take a break. Coming up next hour, uh, we got to get into the Blazers trade. They have traded away Robert Covington and Norman Powell for a ham sandwich. And on paper, it's frustrating. And in real life, it may wind up being frustrating. But we'll uh, we'll talk you through that and what could be coming next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 